Hello and welcome to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Our podcast series features interviews and discussions on all issues relating to quality early learning and care with a range of speakers who are leaders in the areas that matter to Early Childhood Ireland members. I'm Maura Corbett and I work with Early Childhood Ireland. You're most welcome to Episode 7, Valuing Parents and Families. In this podcast, we'll talk about how important it is that parents feel welcome and valued in their child's setting and how settings can value this connection with families. I'm delighted to be joined by my colleague from Early Childhood Ireland, Debbie Mullen. Debbie believes strongly in the importance of parents being as involved and engaged in their child setting as they possibly can be. So Debbie, you're really welcome to this episode. Oh, thanks Maura for giving me the opportunity uh, to speak about parents. Thank you. Okay, so we know that Shield and Ashther play a very high regard on the role of parents as their child's first teacher and educator. As an early childhood specialist and as a parent, why do you believe that that's so important? Um, I think parents are sometimes surprised when they're referred to as teachers, not so not surprisingly, as most would associate the words academics and school with teachers. For parents being regarded as first teachers, it's about them being and becoming parents and supporting their child to be in this world. So when you think of it from a moment a parent is pregnant, their role of becoming a first teacher is evolving and growing daily, just like their bonds, attachment and interactions with their child is growing and developing. And when you think about the educators, you know, they respect all this. Um, And they know that the child spends more hours at home than than they do in in play school or in creche. And this does lead, they can visually see this leads to children bringing in a wealth of knowledge and experiences with them into the setting. From maybe the baby who turns her head to the familiar song that dad usually plays at home, to the toddler who is kicking all the balls in the outdoor, just like he does with his sister, or the preschooler who bakes spaghetti bolognese over there in the preschool kitchen. Parents really know their child and are tuned into them automatically every second, minute, hour of the day. And educators are listening and relationships and settings are building and changing. Like everything else, it takes time. Absolutely. And, I mean, there are clear benefits there for, for the child when the parents and the setting of work in partnership with that kind of like a triangle if you like with the child at the at the peak of the triangle can you you list just a couple of those benefits for um for the child in this partnership approach yeah well first of all you know as we said our parents are the most important people in their children's early lives and i think as educators isn't it amazing to be given that opportunity Um, to be part of that important people group so like some of the benefits for the child I mean there's nothing like if you sit stand in the hallway and you see a parent you know talking to um the educator and the child looking at the educator looking at the parent that two minute chat at the door already the child sees the parent and educator getting on and having a relationship and the sound of their voices is obviously soothing to the child she can hear obviously interesting tones and and good interactions coming from the parent and educator 
I mean, already the child feels comfortable um, in their setting and looks forward to their experiences that day. And then for the educator and the sentence, like we all know that good partnerships can support families and educators to feel comfortable um, about communicating with each other, forming relationships. Um, and, and it also encourages a nice space to be, um, to grow a trust and partnership and a shared level of expectation. I think having the bigger picture of a child's world allows educators to relate to the children in a way that makes them feel understood, which then strengthens relationships. I think listening to parents telling stories about their child and the educator building on these stories is a wonderful practice and making this learning visible for the parents to see. And then you go on to the the benefits for the parents. So when information or stories are shared, families and staff are able to gain that deeper understanding of how to work together to support the children and meet their child's needs. And then also, it also, if parents are looking for advice, it's not always they're looking for advice, but it's a space that they can actually feel safe in, in looking for help and support if they need it. Um, it becomes a, a comfortable environment. Um, children are learning about the world they live through everyday things they do and say, whether it's at home or in the earlier setting. And I think by sharing these stories and experiences, parents can make a valuable contribution. And, and, and by educators, educators listening to these contributions, um, they can make that learning visible and it makes parents can see that everybody is keeping the child um, in in the center of everything that they do and all and 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 all them relationships that they're building yeah, it really is all about trust isn't it that um yes you know that the child sees the educator and their mommy and daddy getting on with each other and um as that relationship builds parents do feel confident about um approaching the educator if there is something they want to discuss whereas if they feel they're not welcome or there's a, a, a distance, it's really hard to, to do that. So it, it really, you're so right, it really does all begin uh, with trust. Have you a couple of pointers um, on, on how settings can start to form that partnership with parents? I suppose in general terms first, and then we'll talk about yeah, this year being so different in a second, but you know, in, in, in general terms, um, how that can get started. Yeah. I just think that people, are, are, are that settings and parents need to understand that partnership with families, it's like a journey. So from the moment the parent rings up or comes knocking on the door looking for a place for their child, that's when the relationship and partnership is starting to develop. I think taking time with parents and children, children during registration is very important uh, as this is the first stage of building that strong partnership. Educators are getting to know the children and families and vice versa. Like something as simple as having a get to know form um, all about the child. Uh, it's a great way of, of opening up that communication channel between them all. Educators continuously creating planned opportunities throughout the year to strengthen these pa- partnerships is really essential. In Reggio Emilia um, centres in Italy, when children are starting in preschool, they actually see the parents of these children also as starting in a new group and have activities planned throughout the year for parents uh, to build relationships and friendships with each other. 
and and with the educators of the room you know um so in in the preschool where my boys went they offered lots of opportunities throughout the year for connections down to you know i mean down to an ice cream van coming to the door uh coming in to stay and play um but now, this was a, a time when the, the boys were in preschool. So when they went to the primary school, I already had a connection with the other parents in there. And I did feel that, comfort, that comfortable space where I could go in and spend time in that uh, preschool or talk to the educators if I needed to do. Um, so I think partnership is not only about reading and reviewing policies, which is very important. It's more about involving them in their children's learn, learning and daily experiences. So as we said before, you know, listening to parents talking about their child visiting the zoo or going on holidays during that five minute chat at the door. Um, and then the educators using these conversations to build on the child's interests or experiences. And then the parents reading the story of their child's interest in their journal when it's sent home. This is magical to parents as they now know that this educator is really interested in their child and are listening to to what their child's interests are or observing their interest in. Um, And we would have said, you know, before COVID, invite, invite parents to stay and play which is always a great opportunity so parents can really see what's happening and get to feel for what it, what it is. But in COVID times, you have to think outside the box. Like for the first three months of COVID, settings had no choice but to close their doors. But we also heard wonderful stories of the extraordinary lens of educators that went to to preserve those relationships and partnerships with the families and the children. So, you know, there's lots of things are happening out there. Like even um, today, uh, one of the settings that I would support, they would have a large car park outside their front door. So what they did was they stopped the cars coming in and they invited invited local. Um, now, this is all COVID guidelines. They stuck to COVID guidelines. They invited local businesses to come in and share their Christmas wares. And then they invited all the parents to come up to participate in like a Christmas market, but two two meters um distance and COVID um and COVID uh guidelines. But I think what par- what parent what educators really need to do is look at all the ways that they involved parents and then as a team think of alternative ways for at the moment like there's a lot of settings that would use technology and technology sharing ideas is brilliant but you need to you you need to know how educators are feeling about using the technology and parents are using um technologies and i always say educators daily are researchers but you really need to become a researcher and investigate what works don't just use something because it's there. Check in with parents and educator, educators, how, you know, how well technology is working. Involving the parents in testing. Um, sometimes it's not good to bombard parents with loads of text, emails, videos, photos or requests for information. Again, it's about checking in with the parents. Um, having interact, like another idea is it's about having an interactive active 
space either online or outside where the parents are passing, have an interactive display board or a hard one outside again as the parents are dropping off the children. Um, so I, I think it's all about thinking of what you can do, always following all the correct COVID guidelines and making specific moments and learning visible. Uh, we can't blame COVID on bad partnership with parents. It's about creating new ways to engage with families and form relationships, which can be used with or without COVID going forward. Some great ideas there, Debbie. And I love I love that you mentioned about, you know, if you think it's important, you'll find alternative ways to, to do it. It's, it's about that value, uh, again, and not bombarding people. So reminding parents that... Um, to engage as much or as little as they are comfortable to to do. Debbie, thank you so much for those great, practical, valuable ideas. Um, And, um, you know, reflecting your experience as a parent as well. And uh, thanks to all the listeners for tuning into this podcast. And we hope you'll join us next time. Thank you.